0: You are Locked On 49ers, your daily San Francisco 49ers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
1: Welcome to Locked On 49ers Wednesday edition. My guest today, Nick Winkler. There's a lot for us to get into, man. This is a wild seven days when it comes to 49ers football. And. Uh, the, the NFL season never sleeps. People ask me how I can do a daily podcast about the 49ers, about one specific team, all off-season long. This is why. I mean, it's nonstop. And I was doing emergency podcasts on a Friday morning that I didn't expect to do. So uh, lots of fun. Got to get Nick's opinion on a ton of things that are happening right now with the 49ers. None more important than what's going on at pick three after the massive trade, the 49ers moving up to get a quarterback. And pro days have happened. I've got notes. I've got paper notes about pro day throws and what these guys look like in shorts, throwing versus air, some wow moments. And uh, I don't know, maybe I'm interested to hear Nick's opinions on on all of this, what he gained from the press conference from Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch. I just got to bounce some ideas off somebody else because I'm in my own head about this. I have my thoughts. Let's find out what Nick thinks about everything going on with the 49ers Right now,
0: Nicholas Winkler, come on down.
1: Nick, what's happening, man? What's going through your mind after the the wild week that was? I mean, so much has happened since then. We didn't even talk about, you don't even have your final free agent grade, right? Because there was a big K'Wan Williams signing after last week. That seems like ages ago.
0: Yeah, I mean, I mentioned it on the pod last week. Hey, it's not, it's an A, it's not an A plus until K'Wan gets signed. And then uh, like 10 minutes after we wrap the pod, you text me like, uh, it's done. They got Williams. I'm like, (laughs) of course. Of course, we just wrapped it up. So, dude, A-plus, and then they go out, and they make this huge trade to move up to three, which I've said for the longest time on here would be so exciting because it's so against what the 49ers do. Like, they've never done anything like this, at least as long as I've been a fan. Like, I don't remember them sending away a bunch of picks to just move up in the draft to go after a franchise quarterback. Like, this is super exciting. And then there's pro days happening and guys doing cartwheels. And it's like, it's this is amazing, man. I love football. As far as
1: trades go the the biggest this is the biggest thing since trading away joe montana
0: yeah no Jesus. you're right you're, and you're this totally could be right because like, the niners don't do a whole lot of trades like the best trade you know other than the ones you've mentioned right there is like when they moved back you right. know and got extra picks from chicago like that was it.
1: the 49ers are the og move back team right bill yeah. walsh It's what he does the only time he ever moved up was for jerry rice so hopefully this is i mean he did some other moves moving up but i hope this turns out as good as that did going up to get that next superstar quarterback and uh, i want to talk about the candidates for who could be there at number 3 for the 49ers with you um i want uh, oj simpson trade that was another one that somebody threw out there and i mean this could be the biggest this is maybe yeah. the biggest franchise changing decision a 49ers good front office has ever made it could go off yeah. i mean this is this should be like this is like checking your heart beat right like this is uh, this is a month of pulse racing madness for a 49ers fan who's it going to be and not even knowing yet it would be one thing if you knew exactly who they traded up for already if it was a number one pick and it was already in the books or you know if it just happened on draft day you would know right away who they traded for here's a month of trying to figure it all out and there's multiple candidates. One of those quarterbacks is going to be a star. One of them is going to be awful, right? So, let's hope they pick the right one. That's that's what's crazy about this whole thing. It's a coin flip and the track record for teams is not good in this scenario,
0: right? No, no, you're totally right. Yeah, I'm I'm really seeing a lot of, you know, horror stories when it comes to pick 3 and it's kind of like, "Oh god, just stop. Just stop with all that." And <laughs> then you see, you know, you're like, okay, this is going to be an easy one, right? Like, there's there's a handful of quarterbacks that can go here, but then you you watch the the pro day today, you know, uh, of Justin Fields, and it's like, oh my God, should he go number one? Like, in Urban Myers, the coach at Jacksonville, like, is this going to shake everything up? But it's like, but he's out there, and like you said, thrown against air, like, oh man, it's it just gives fuel to the fire every day of excitement. It's just like more, 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 more. I love it.
1: It's amazing. Here's a note from Trey Wingo on Twitter. None of the 22 quarterbacks drafted in the first round period. This is not even talking about moving up to number three and who's gone number three and who was the third quarterback selected.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All quarterbacks, 22 of them, drafted in the first round from 2009 to 2016. None of them are on the team that drafted them. Zero. That's wild. In the entire first round. Half of them That's... aren't playing period from twenty seven <laughs> to 2019. Following that period, three first round quarterbacks have already left their original teams, three of the, the first round quarterbacks since 2017 in the last four years.
0: So you were trying to make me more nervous about this. With that.
1: this, That's what I'm saying is this like <laughs> the, 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 before we get into even any of anything about Trey Lance and Justin Fields and Mac Jones and pro days and rumors and press conferences. Can we just stop and appreciate the balls yeah. on these dudes, right? John Lynch <laughs> and Kyle Shanahan, the audacity, the the hubris of these guys, To make this move and try to throw it out there like, and they already have Jimmy Garoppolo, right? They have a guy they went to a a Super Bowl with to try to throw it out there that "Ah, maybe we like a guy here and let's let's figure it out. There's probably going to be a good player there. Like, what are you talking? Like, the (laughs) balls on these guys, right? To just roll out here a month from draft day when the evaluations are incomplete yet to make this move. Like, wow. They've
0: got to have a really strong feeling that they love three guys, right? I mean, there's got to be like, any one of these three that fall to us at number three, we're going to be extremely happy with. Or you don't make that move. Because like you said, like, man, the the hubris to jump up that quickly and just be like, no, no, we got this, guys. Don't worry. We're going to give up this year's first, two future firsts, and that solid pick. And, and we're going to get our guy. Don't don't worry about Jimmy. Jimmy will be fine. We talked to Jimmy. Jimmy's not okay with it, but the fire will be good for him. Like, don't worry. We got this. But from the beginning, they they've kind of done it their own way. You know, they've always kind of gone their own route. And, you know, with the times that they've gone out of their lane, they've missed. You know, like when they were all about character guys and then they go get Reuben Foster, that was a miss. You know, when they go out and they get Joe Williams, that was a miss. Like, they, they've they definitely missed on a lot of these guys. So it, it's also scary to be like, but you guys have missed so much. Like, you're going to give up so yeah. much for one guy. Like, get it right.
1: I mean, okay, just just how about this? Last time... The 49ers traded up for a quarterback.
0: Ooh, CJ Beathard.
1: Kyle Shanahan's guy, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Pass on Uh the high upside first-round quarterbacks.
0: Go get the boring
1: pro-ready, quote-unquote, quarterback
0: Mm -hmm. and trade Mm -hmm. up
1: for him. Oof.
0: Yeah. It's I love it just because it's exciting, you know, and it's something, and it's like, I don't want to say that the 49ers got stagnant, but after last year, like last year was tough, man, because we had so many bad years. And then it was like, oh, baby, Super Bowl, I'll lose. And then you follow up the, the loss of the Super Bowl with an injury plagued season where you're just getting beat down all year. Uh, and then you come back and you start signing free agents. And you're like, OK, OK, back on the upswing. And then they throw this at us. It's just like, OK, all right, you better get it right.
1: Uh, and so another wrinkle to just looking at the trade and the draft day trade and, and prospects and, and playing mm-hmm. the draft game, they're at 12, right? And we already know now that we know exactly what it cost and we know that it was possible to move up to six with the Eagles, right? Right. Are you telling me if you actually do like five quarterbacks, that yeah. there was not one non-quarterback would go in the first five picks and you couldn't have saved a first-rounder and a third-rounder and just gone nah. up to six and gotten the guy there on draft they day? Don't.
0: They so don't really like they five, that They just
1: completely bypassed any potential value of a player slipping to them. Kyle Shanahan at the press conference saying that uh, the quarterbacks are going to go higher than everybody expects. We'll see if they're right about mm-hmm. that. Um, and they went all the way up to number three. So here's the other thing. They traded all this to get the third best quarterback, too. Right. At least according right. to some people, you know. So uh, th- this is wild. I mean, it is a massive move, and I think it's important that we started this podcast just sort of stopping and and thinking about the move on its own what it means mm-hmm. to the franchise and to their careers right this is this is the biggest chance for Kyle Shanahan to draft and develop like he gets to hand pick his guy and they spent everything to go up and get his one guy he has to prove that he can evaluate the talent and coach him up from zero to superstar right so that's now Kyle Shanahan's goal and his Maybe not his career, but his career with the 49ers hinges upon it. And John Lynch, if this doesn't go right, he's never getting a GM job again after this. You know, like Kyle will coach somewhere and be an offensive coordinator at least. John Lynch right. is going to be doing TV if this doesn't work. Yeah.
0: Right. And, he, you know, he's probably cool with that. Like, there's there are worse things in life you could do. But you got to – I think it's a great move on, on so many levels. I mean, you're talking about a young football team, right? I mean, you're, you're both your wide receivers are young. Your tight end's young. You got a star linebacker that's young. You got to – you know, a new defensive lineman that's young. you got Bosa who's young. Like this is a very young team that could be great for years. And you bring in that rookie contract, you know, for the next four years, five years, you can really build something here. You can really lock down these young superstars and and be something for the next five to to 10 years.
1: That's a good point. The window to win. I think that's that's a good place to hold for a second. I want to talk about that Super Bowl window. How long is it? Has it Grown now with this trade, and uh, maybe we can try to figure out who this player is that the 49ers moved up to number three to draft next. We've been telling you about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar on the market for a while now. Built Bar is the amazing low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, fantastically tasty protein bar with 100% chocolate. Now is the time to find out which Built Bar. Is the best. It is built bar madness. Today's matchup: one of these flavors is going to the champion, excuse me, the championship game. Cookies and cream versus cookie dough chunk. Clash of the cookies. Go to builtbar.com or at bar underscore built on Twitter. Remember to use promo code locked fifteen to get fifteen percent off your next order. Vote for the best flavor of Built Bar and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order at BiltBar.com. Nick, do you think that the 49ers were about to throw all those picks at the Houston Texans for Deshaun Watson and then all yeah. of a sudden it was like, okay, well, yep. we're not going in that direction. We've got we've to go to the draft and since we're willing to do this trade, there's talent there. Let's go do it.
0: Yeah, I think there was probably even another pick ready to go as well. You know, so this, you was like, more, oh, right. this is like more, Yeah, yeah. This was a little bit cheaper to do. A lot safer now it seems, you know, with what's going on with Watson. Yeah, I, I do. I think that the 49ers were making a big push to to go get Watson and and obviously that, that all got stalled. And uh, yeah, yeah. So this was like plan B.
1: It's like when you're car shopping and you're walking through the indoor portion of the showroom and there's all these really nice cars and they're a little bit more expensive. Then you go out on the lot and you're like, Oh, this one's only 30 K. That's not much compared to 55 K of the car. I saw right. inside. It's not actually that much. And then you you get at home. And you're like, Oh, that was still a pretty good chunk of money. Wasn't it? And yeah, I think exactly. in comparison, they paid less for this quarterback than they would have for Deshaun Watson, and obviously it turns out Deshaun Watson's not something they can't even they can go down that road anymore at this point. So they had to go to the draft, and they had to figure this out before the draft, and they decided to go in now instead of wait, and maybe a team would jump up and get the guy they wanted. So now they're going to be on the clock at three. Most likely it's Trevor Lawrence one and Zach Wilson of BYU two to the Jets. Um, I... How about this? Do you have a feeling? Do do you have a feeling from what you've heard? I I assume that you saw the press conference with Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch. Did you you get any clues from it? Do you feel like you have an idea of where this thing is going for the 49ers or what they're thinking in this trade up and what exactly they're looking for with this quarterback? They drafted three.
0: Uh, you know, I do get the feeling that all the Mac Jones stuff is, is just a smoke show, that it's just like, you know, trying trying to get people to to bite on that. And, you know, I, I don't think they're going to go Mac Jones. I, I hope they don't go Mac Jones. Um, but uh, I, I really think that based on what I've seen, based on, you know, what I've heard from these guys, from just people talking, you know, it's it's fun. Watching Twitter every day, you know, trying to analyze what all the analysts are saying about it, and you know, which is the random Joe Schmo fan like myself is out there saying. I I really feel like there's a reason that Adam Peters went to the Ohio State Pro Day. I really feel like if if Fields is sitting there at three, I I think that's going to be the pick.
1: I that's the way I'm feeling about it. I don't think yeah. there's enough data points with
0: with Lance. There's Trey just Lance. not enough not enough footage. Like, yeah, there's you not talk, enough stuff hey, on tape.
1: You want to talk? Talk about balls and hubris. How about drafting Trey Lance after one year of college football two years ago and Zoom conversations? You never meet the guy or see him throw in person.
0: Right, that would be ballsy. I don't know if they got that in them.
1: Uh, Even just not knowing who the quarterbacks are, not knowing what their talent level—well, a little bit about knowing what their talent level is—but just you know, if you just take the names out of it and you explain to somebody who these prospects are and what the score is with all of them. Mm-hmm. Trey Lance, we just laid it out there. Really, you, you're gonna you're gonna bet your career on a guy who's played one season of college football at one double A level that you've never met in person, and who, we'll right. find out if there's like some other pro day there that they end up setting up, like they do with uh, Justin Fields to see him throw in person. Although I don't know if there's anything that needs to be seen again with Justin Fields after the pro day he put together Tuesday. No way. Um, so that's one, and and if I told you and I explained what Trey Lance is to you even as talented as he is, you would probably say, well, gosh, you, you can't just trade all that up for that guy. There's not enough information to go on, right?
0: Yeah. I mean, I would. And
1: then uh, Mac Jones, if I said, hey, looks like my 40-year-old neighbor <laughs> and he gets the ball out quick, would you say, okay, well, that's – I'm not going to throw three first-round picks at that either, right? Like, So it's it just everything th- – then you're talking about, okay, well, here's this other prospect that's had – two full seasons of production at a big time school. He played the highest level of competition of all these quarterbacks. Um, According to people who keep track of this thing, his, um, I can't, I can't remember what the, it was Mike Renner of pro football focus, put it out there today, but basically the strength of schedule essentially that, uh, that, that Ohio state played against that. Justin Fields played against those defenses. It was the toughest. So he had the toughest opponents of all these quarterbacks He played at a high level, uh, toughness, the leadership, all of those things, the high-level athleticism, the high-level arm, and all of those things, a personal connection, like he's met the coach that's about to draft him before. And wouldn't that seem like just even not knowing that much about the prospects, you just go down that path and you think, well, it's got to be Justin Fields, right? Even if you don't feel like he's the best quarterback in the draft, you don't feel like he's the third best quarterback in the draft. Of all the information we know about What you do and why you trade up to number three for a player, you don't trade up for a pedestrian pro ready pocket passer that is reminiscent of other other prospects that were drafted in the fourth round. Like everybody gets compared to was drafted, you know, at the highest in the second round. Andy Dalton and uh, and Jimmy Garoppolo himself and like maybe he's not even as good as the guy you have even if he meets some of his ceilings so to me everything points to Justin Fields period and I see so much about Trey Lance and I like Trey Lance as a prospect and Mac Jones I get why some people like him and I do understand that I just think he's more of a late first second round type of a prospect I wouldn't have wanted to take him at 12 even so you put all that together I just can't see how the third guy that they've already had in their minds was Justin Fields. And then maybe they would finish the evaluations on the other two.
0: Yeah, I might be butchering this, but Occam's Razor is like, all things being equal, it's the simplest answer, right? Yes, like, right. You look at all this stuff, that, that makes perfect sense. So I'm going to sit here, Brian, and I'm going to ask you, like, yeah, Urban Meyer's sitting there and he's talking about, yeah, we're leaning towards Trevor Lawrence or anything like that. Do you think there's a chance that Fields today with, with that low 40 time and just that impressive arm and, you know, he he worked with the guy – for, you know, what, at least two years there at Ohio State, like, do you think there's a chance? No, so
1: actually, Urban Meyer, le- I mean, he had a role in getting him there and recruiting him there. But actually, Urban Meyer left, like, the same week, like, that, that Justin Fields showed up. So it was right at the oh, transition really? from, yeah, right from the transition from Urban Meyer today as the head coach there with Urban Meyer leaving that was right when Justin Fields transferred because he started out at Georgia, and he was playing oh, behind right. Jake Fromm, and he's like, what's this crap? I'm not going to play behind this guy, <laughs> and he transferred to Ohio State, so he didn't actually go straight out of high school to Ohio State. So they actually, so there's no connection there. He, there is a connection, I'm sure. He knows the guy, and he recruited him. He helped get him there. I'm sure he recruited him out of high school, too, Right, um, but he was not his college coach.
0: Okay, okay, but still, do you think that there's any chance that it's not Lawrence at one?
1: No, and I don't think even if he coached him, it would. I think... Uh, even the current Ohio State coach Day, I don't think he would. I think it, I think it's I think it's for sure Trevor Lawrence. You just can't not make that selection at this
0: point. Is it maybe Fields Jaguars. at two, and then all of a sudden you're talking about maybe it's Zach Wilson and at three?
1: I could see maybe there's something at two that shakes things up, and Zach Wilson uh-huh. could be there at three because I think it's close enough between some of these prospects at at two, three, and four. And then I think there's. A Do you big still
0: cap. like Wilson better than Lance? Yes. Like yeah. Okay. I would so I would still,
1: rank them. Trevor Lawrence won. I would say there's probably a little gap because you just feel so good about the package that you're getting in Trevor Lawrence Sure. then it's Zach Wilson, Justin Fields, Trey Lance, and those are pretty tight those three and,
0: that, and that's a, that's it yeah. and then there's a there's gap that.
1: and then it's Mac Jones, and then there's probably another gap in, in some of the other second or third round types.
0: yeah, it's funny. I, we, we keep talking about Mac Jones, and well, first we're talking about oh Justin Fields is impressive at his pro day, but you know it's against air. Well, Mac Jones didn't exactly look great against air in his <laughs> pro day. That's the thing; the he's so
1: painfully th- average, even against yeah. air with some of the best talent in the country. Uh, he he still looks like oh, okay, kind of missed yeah. that throw, and that one hung up a little bit. He just doesn't right. have the pure talent, and so you're betting on a guy that is going to max out everything he does have, and he's so good from the neck up that he's going to be a Drew Brees or a Tom Brady or somebody <laughs> like that to get him in that upper echelon of the five to 10 top quarterbacks in the NFL. Because right now, even if on paper you maximize Mac Jones, what are you actually getting? Are you even getting a right. top 10 quarterback in the NFL? That's why I'm not buying the Mac Jones stuff. And Kyle Shanahan said it himself. And he said the prototype, he said, it's pretty ridiculous to think a prototype would be her cousins, the prototype is John Elway, right? So, like, what are we even talking <laughs> about here? It's not going to be Mac Jones. It can't be. And I understand why people no. would connect the dots and say, that looks a lot like a Kyle Shanahan quarterback. It has, but they're making this move so Kyle Shanahan can get something better at, uh, in a race right. car compared to what he's had before.
0: Yeah, it's funny. Uh, the the best thing, I don't know if you saw the the video of, Um, Mac Jones being interviewed afterwards but when his center Landon Dickerson just does like five cartwheels behind him (laughs) yeah oh my gosh it's amazing and then he stops and the camera's following him see how about this
1: how about this for a smoke screen from Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch there's a hell of a lot of other talent on Alabama that they could be able to look at and Landon Dickerson's one of them maybe the center of the future there for the 49ers Uh, so there's some receiving talent there's a lot of defensive talent there's there's a bunch of guys at Alabama that they could end up drafting Uh, And maybe Landon Dickerson's the number one on that list with maybe their second round picks. So, yeah, it's not just going there to see Mac Jones either, even though that was, you know, that was one of the reasons. But Right. When, I, when the,
0: the most impressive thing at his pro day is his center doing cartwheels, it's not good.
1: <laughs> right. Or him actually catching a flea flicker from his running back. I think they right. pulled off one of those at some point in the day, too. So um let's close the book on some of that stuff and get to some questions because I promised the listeners that we would get to some questions. I just want to say one more thing and I already forgot what it was, so never mind. Let's take some questions next on this Winky Wednesday. (laughs) March Madness is upon us, and everyone's getting involved. And you can get involved at betonline.ag. The fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action, including the college basketball tournament. Football might be over, but NBA is happening. NHL is happening. Build your brackets. Bet on any of the games happening right now. NFL draft. Props, which are always super fun. Real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Go to betonline.ag. Use your mobile device, too, if you want, to sign up and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code LOCKED. On again, promo code locked on at bet online, your online sportsbook experts. To Joe on Twitter says, at BD Peacock at Bay Area Wink, are you as tired as me of hearing the stats about busts with the number three pick? <laughs> <laughs> not, yes, <laughs> not comparable because we are a team, we're not a team that's bad enough to be picking three like most teams in this position. More c- comparable would be. The Chiefs and Texans, what they did moving up for Watson and Mahomes. What are your thoughts? Yeah. Is this a a more of a bust proof situation for this young quarterback?
0: Yeah, I think that's a good point that Joe makes there. That it's just it's true. It's just we, we keep hearing all these busts here, bust there, bust there. Well, every position has its busts, you know. Like if you really sat down and went over each and every draft slot, you're gonna find a bust, you know, or two or five, you know, or ten. So yeah, it's just one of those things where the sky is falling. You know, like let's let's get some clickbait going. I I don't buy it for a second.
1: That's why I talked about the hubris, the balls on these guys to make this move to be smarter (laughs) than the room. And that's one of the things I've I've talked about with this regime. Is like, can you calm down with the trade ups, right? And they're like, we're not we're going to calm up with the trade ups. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna (laughs) go bananas (laughs) with these trade ups. And so, um, like, to think you're smart in the room and you're gonna, you know, this is at best a, a a coin flip move for this to turn out well for you and they're like no nah, this is going to turn out amazing this, this is going to be a badass thing that we're doing so it's crazy and look i agree with the premise there that joe laid out and it is a better team but that doesn't mean he can't be a bad prospect i think maybe the other way around there's probably some good prospects or better prospects that could have turned out a lot better if they didn't end up in the worst possible situation you think about uh, yeah. D- David Carr, remember David Carr? Like set the mm-hmm. record in sacks, and I mean he got he got ruined early on. I don't know if he would have ever turned out to be great or something like that. But I think it's probably easier for a, a better prospect to be ruined going to a bad situation at the top of the bad team than for you know all of a sudden. I mean, because you're not looking for if because it could be a hit, right? Like if you draft Mac Jones and he turns mm-hmm. out to be a, you know the fifteenth best starting quarterback in the league. You're in the same spot you already were. It's a bad move, right. right? So there's not that much room for it to be a great move. I mean, I guess the
0: only know. difference is the money that you save, right? Right, yeah. Over you the next four or five money, years. But
1: is that money saved better than the value of the players you could have drafted sure. with those other picks? Like, uh, yeah. I get just drafting a guy, because we've had that conversation on uh, the Peacock and Williamson show. We were talking about – actually, we are talking about Kirk Cousins' current team, the the Minnesota Vikings, would you be better off if you were the Vikings of just having the rookie version on a rookie contract, Mac Jones, since that's always the the guy he's compared to or the expensive version in Kirk Cousins? And I get that, but that's that's not factoring in three first round picks and you know, and and really even in the third round, you're hoping to find a starting caliber player there. So you're trading four starters on rookie deals for a middle of the road quarterback when you already have a middle of the road quarterback. Sure. sure.
0: There's You're looking for much, that top ten, top five guy.
1: There's not as much room. Maybe it's safer. You know, maybe the the floor is higher, but the ceiling is nowhere near. And I think Kyle Shanahan is sort of the, the floor here more than it is the quarterback even. So maybe one of these guys is so, like, if, if you think, we saw what RG3 looked like. That wasn't yeah. Kyle Shanahan's guy. But he looked good as a rookie before he got his ACL blown out. So. And these and, and I, I think Justin Fields is a better prospect, better passer on the college level. And so and, and he can be a pocket passer, too. So you see a lot of really good things that um, and, and and a lot of it goes back to 2017. Right. So you're going to go do you're going to just like. Go get the top shelf version of C.J. Bethard after all of this that we've <laughs> learned over the last four years. No, you're going for Mahomes. No. And he actually named Mahomes. In, yeah. in that question right when he was talking about what the prototype is and what he's looking for in a quarterback so he's going high upside here i have no doubt
0: yeah yeah I'm, I'm completely right there with you
1: paul says do you think that kyle and john went to alabama instead of oklahoma tuesday because belichick was going to be there maybe wanted some face time with the potential jimmy g trade
0: yeah that makes sense at least john going there yeah that makes sense you know, head out there, talk to him. Hey, what's going on? Hey, we oh, we got this guy. Oh, he might be available for you next year. Yeah, if you're looking for something like that, yeah, we can trade him to you later this year. You got Cam, right? Cam, Cam's not getting it done, right? Hey, you want him back?
1: That was a right? that, that was yeah. That was a fantastic point by Paul. There's a lot of reasons yeah. that, and there's a lot of reasons that GM should be at most of these events, and, and that's one of them. And, and he they they consummated the trade at the BYU Pro Day, right? So yeah,
0: yeah. and there's pictures of them standing there chatting today.
1: Yep. Absolutely, they're a little late though if they wanted to trade Jimmy G to the Patriots.
0: But maybe it's a next year kind of thing, like off season, because he's got one more year under contract, right? Of guaranteed money. That's true. Yeah,
1: and maybe yeah. a Jimmy G
0: trade. Cam's not the future.
1: I think with Garoppolo, if a trade happens, probably more likely like May. So draft is over. You have a rookie mini camp, maybe, and you get more comfortable with the rookie you just drafted. And you know, Kyle Shanahan's thinking, okay, this this kid probably is ready to start as a rookie. Mm-hmm. So maybe we can start. Thinking about trading Jimmy G. And then one of those teams that wanted a quarterback in the draft that didn't get one, maybe there's an injury in camp for somebody. Maybe they could make a move like that and you could see a Jimmy Garoppolo trade. Do you remember when the Eagles traded up for Carson Wentz? Oh, yeah. And they also had Sam Bradford. Oh, you're right. And then they traded. And he was coming off
0: a pretty good year, too, I think.
1: Yeah. And they swindled. The Vikings, was it? They traded like for a first and fourth because Teddy Bridgewater got hurt. Yeah. And they ended up trading him like during training camp and then they went with the rookie and Carson Wentz.
0: I remember that. It was a swindle cuz yeah, he did not play very well for them.
1: I don't think the Niners Oof. will get a first and fourth, but you know, the, no. maybe a conditional 2022 pick cuz they didn't lose any picks this year. Maybe an extra pick next year to help ease the pain of all the the selections they use to move up so maybe you get a conditional pick and if grapple plays well for somebody it becomes a second next year if not it's a third or something like that i could see that type of trade happening
0: am i crazy and thinking there could still possibly be a trade with the jets where jimmy ends up there i mean not that they get that number two pick but oh. maybe a later pick or maybe like you said after the draft they're sitting there they've had their minicamp they're like wow darnold's not the guy. Okay, the guy we took it to. You know, Wilson's not ready. Like, maybe we should go and get Garoppolo, and they still got money, you know?
1: No, because if the, if it's the exact same situation. You drafted a quarterback that you like right. and probably a more ready-to-play quarterback, you would hope, if you're the Jets. And the 49ers have the exact same situation or trying to trade Jimmy Garoppolo, so I don't think they would be trying to add Jimmy Garoppolo, and it would be a lot cheaper just to keep the guy they already have and see him to Arnold and see what you got there. Sure, he's, sure. You know, you're hoping he's going to back up the, the anyway.
0: They know what they got, I think, eternally.
1: I would say if any teams make sense. Well, first of all, the Bears made the most sense, but they, for some reason, paid Andy Dalton $10 million to be the starter, which is like, I don't know if that's guaranteed because I would cut Andy Dalton tomorrow and just trade for Jimmy G if I was the Bears. Like, that isn't, I don't, I don't get that move at all. So the Bears still kind of make some sense. I don't think they can fit Jimmy G under with, with, uh, Andy Dalton there. Washington mm-hmm. would have made a lot of sense, but they did the exact same thing with Ryan Fitzpatrick. All right. Um, the here's one and it's it's one of the few left that even makes sense the denver broncos
0: yeah i don't think Locke's the future i mean he's up and down at
1: least you need someone to push him and compete with him and they right. did a lot in free agency and their defense is pretty good and if you're vic fangio you're not trying to suffer through another year if drew Locke is not the guy and he maybe hasn't proven 100 that he's not but he definitely hasn't proven that he is the guy so I could see that being a fit, and the Broncos might be sitting there in a situation where they don't want to move up in the draft because they do have Drew Locke. They're sitting there at pick nine. The Panthers are at least going to take a quarterback right in front of them, and maybe all these quarterbacks are going to be gone before they pick, and they think, you know what, okay, we missed out on the quarterbacks in the draft. We kind of sat here, and so we're going to go a different direction and take a really good player at another position because all these quarterbacks already went, so now we have a really good prospect to draft, and let's trade you know, a later pick or a future pick for Jimmy Garoppolo and try to fix our quarterback room that way and make sure that we're good. So I could see the Broncos, and that's about the only one I can even think of.
0: Yeah, I'm sitting here racking my brain. I'm going over. I'm like, nope, nope, they're good. Now, I'm thinking like the Raiders. They're probably not happy with Carr, but I can't I can't picture that move taking place. So, yeah. All
1: right, huh. we're pretty much out of time here. I know there's some other questions. Um, <laughs> this, one, this one bothers me. I actually retweeted this one. Ray Ray says come on guys right out of the gate three firsts and a third it's two firsts and a third you're just swapping the 12 and the three also that third was a comp pick for robert sala so it's not quite as impactful i keep seeing this and it's semantics and like i don't care you're spending four draft picks on the player yeah so i don't care how you say it you traded three picks and you did literally trade three draft picks. You traded pick 12 along with two other firsts and a third. You traded four total picks to go up to number three. That was right. the trade. Literally, that was the trade.
0: Yeah, the um, third was free, but it still would have been a player on the roster.
1: Right. And in the end, you're spending four draft picks for one. So right. I don't care how you put it. And I see a lot of people that get really mad about it. I think it's their own insecurities because they're worried about the trade. and They just want to make it sound better in their own head. Right. Um, <laughs> it was a big trade. They gave up a lot like there's no other way to slice it.
0: Yeah, the, I, the day the word of the day, hubris. I think the you balls said it early on on. Guys. The yeah. balls
1: on these guys. Can you believe
0: it? <laughs> I can, and I, I love it.
1: <sighs> anyway, it's going to be a fun month, Nick.
0: I know. It's just going to be this every week, right? Who is it? Who is it, it going to be? Oh, well, rumors here, rumors there. Well,
1: we've oh. got to start going down some other rapid holes of different rounds in the draft and different position groups that the 49ers could hit. But it's definitely going to be all draft all month long.
0: Yeah, that's exciting, man! I can't wait.
1: And a heavy dose of who that quarterback is going to be at number three. And I've got my—I guess tomorrow I'll just do my my breakdown. Like I was tuned into these pro days, so I'll talk about that. I'll talk about uh, whatever else comes up tomorrow. I don't know, probably pretty quarterback heavy, but we'll have to slip back into some other draft-related stuff and and get into some other positions. And I've got to play some catch-up on some some film. I've got some tape grind to do, Nick.
0: I, I wish I remember who tweeted it, but someone was bashing Mac Jones. Like, how are you going to have a body like that when you go to Alabama? Like, you have the, one of the best weight rooms in the country. Like, what is the matter with you? It's, like, yeah, you know, it's
1: funny. <laughs> there was that photo of him from a while back, and he's smoking the cigar. Yeah. I thought that was like an old photo. Me That's too. That's what he looks like, like <laughs> right now. I thought that was like from three years <laughs> ago or something.
0: I thought that wasn't even him. I thought it was like a joke. It's like, oh, that's messed up, man. Uh, like, I mean, oh, wait, that is. Him? Even just when you
1: factor in the way he looks, too, like that's the guy you traded up for. And look, <laughs> it, the, it's not the pro, not, right? the pro days, not. height, weight, speed. We've seen busts that you know yeah, they sure. can chuck the ball a country mile. That doesn't mean that Mac Jones is not going to be the best quarterback in this draft. It doesn't mean that Justin Fields is going to be the best quarterback because he looked really good at his pro day. But when you just start to put it all
0: together. What
1: were the 49ers looking for when they gave all that up to go up? It's just its not Mac Jones, man.
0: No, it's that playmaker. It's that franchise quarterback that you you build a team around, and he's there for the next decade, and that's not Mac Jones.
1: Good stuff. Thanks, as always, Nick. My pleasure, bud. Thanks. You know what? Although, one question, Nick. Who do you Ooh. think is going to be the third quarterback on the roster?
0: Uh, I mean, Josh Rosen, right? Nick Mullins! <laughs>
1: All right. I just had to drop one of those in. You set me up. Well done. <laughs> All right. Thanks everybody for listening. Be back tomorrow right here, Locked on 49ers. See ya.